Welcome Knights, Tigers, Hawks, Warriors, and Krakens to this teaching moment. These few episodes will be from John Cotter's 1996 book, Leading Change. As many people who have walked by my desk or spoken with me know, I like to consume knowledge. I like to learn as much as I can in 168 hours each week, and I write notes about key items. One of the sources of knowledge that I use is books. Recently, I read one of John Cotter's many books on change in the business sector. John Cutter has published over 20 books spanning five decades focusing on businesses and the crises that organizations go through, either through the natural rhythm of enterprise or when crises are thrust upon them. There will be two more episodes built from this text, and if you'd like to read it for yourself, it is available at the Arbase Library. Welcome to the show. The 692nd Podcast is a platform for developing and connecting with our airmen across the island and those now serving on the mainland. Tune in for episodes where we talk all things leadership and personal development while getting a glimpse into the lives of the people moving our missions forward. I'm your host, Master and Derek Addison, and this is the 692nd Podcast. Today we're going to continue with John Cotter's book, Leading Change with the Barriers to Change. Those barriers that slow progress are usually internal to the organization, at least in my experience in the Air Force. As we are working through the changes and shifts that are going on, take a look in the mirror to ensure that you are not being a barrier to change. Are you holding on to relics of the past because it's comfortable or because you were the expert yesterday in a specific role that no longer exists and you feel your identity has been skewed? These are natural tendencies to fight the momentum, and no one expects you to now automatically become the expert in your new role. But we do expect you to learn how to use and incorporate what made you great at your previous role into your new role, as most skills traverse multiple roles and disciplines. Supervisors within DCGS, this is specifically for you. As the distributed common ground system enterprise has shifted from traditional processing, exploitation, dissemination framework to the more agile analysis and exploitation team, Has your feedback and performance report standards changed with them? Five years ago, we wanted to see the hours worked on the line, how many reports were sent out, informing decision makers of the activity that was observed. Today, we still care about the results, but the impact should be vastly different. The number of hours shouldn't be a factor unless you streamlined a way of getting airmen to stop doing monotonous tasks and you were discussing how many man hours your new process saves, either per airman or annually, if the task is not a daily one. It was important that you were providing so many hours to the protection of an aircraft that doesn't have a pilot in the sky, but that should never be on a performance report. You should never accept that on your report or put that on a subordinates. Our jobs are intelligence, so we should talk about the intelligence. The Air Force as a whole is making fundamental changes and your evaluations need to change with them. Organizational barriers, even notional ones, can slow or even stop a much needed change. Performance appraisals, can incentivize people to act in their own self-interest and ignore the necessary changes. Supervisors that fail to adapt and make demands that are not consistent with the new vision will continue to be obstacles to the organization's growth and maturity. Supervisors, make sure that you understand the reasoning, rationale, and goals 
of the new vision so that progress doesn't stop with you. From day one in my Air Force career, I've always been told that there is only one thing constant in the Air Force and that change is going to happen. We as an enterprise needed this change for over a decade and it has finally come to fruition and we have almost been given a blank sheet of paper on how we want things to be done. For each AFSC associated, you have the opportunity to ensure that the way forward maximizes the talents and skills of your career field and the personnel that you have seen underutilized. You are He-Man when he has bestowed the power of Grayskull. That is a reference to those born in the late 1900s that some of you are too young to understand. I will also say that I am guilty of not asking good questions and accepting the status quo. I have been in DCGS Enterprise since 2005, and I consistently thought and stated to numerous persons that DCGS is where 1 and 0s, 1 and 2s, and 1 and 4s go to die. We use 1 and zeros for briefings and consistently call the entire career field briefers, or PowerPoint rangers. All source analysts do get specific training on how to brief intelligence items, but they are also taught how to compile that intelligence from a multiple of sources and put the puzzle pieces together to give a coherent story. That is a skill that has been vastly underutilized for 30 years. One and twos and formerly one and fives have such a niche position in the intelligence community because most intelligence professionals don't really understand what they do or how they do it. Historically, we as an enterprise focused on a specific set of mission related items for one and two alphas and one and two Charlie's career fields. Slowly, we are branching into other aspects and diversifying the skills of our airmen so that they can break new ground with DCGS, something that has been needed for far too long. One and fours do two types of reports consistently and most operators consider them a copy and paste function. In some mission sets, they were cut out of the process entirely. We failed to use them for the actual job they were trained for. Outside of simple reports, the bread and butter of a well-trained one and four is the analysis of multiple sources of intelligence, creating a streamlined product for both intelligence community digestion and the greater knowledge of policymakers in both the United States and our allies. A copy and paste of our current activities should be laughed at. How we have viewed our intelligence professionals in the DCGS enterprise as a whole should be laughed at. But that laugh should not be directed at the airmen on the line, but the policymakers that initially set the guidelines and the previous leaders who failed to see the potential in the personnel filling those seats. Thankfully, over the past eight plus years, we have seen the deliberate migration of those mindsets to something we can all come to view as equitable for all Air Force specialties and one that allows us to maximize capabilities our airmen have, not just what the bosses wanted 20 years ago. If you have any ideas, recommendations for future podcast shows or guests that you'd like to hear from, let us know by going to any of the socially acceptable means of communication and leave us a comment. Facebook URL is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash 692D podcast. The email is simply 692D podcast at gmail.com. And you can always leave us a message on the Mattermost channel. If you can't get to any of those, send me an email at derek.addison at us.af.mil and I'll respond as soon as possible. That's the show for today. So for now, aloha, take care of yourself. And if you can, take care of someone else too.
Thank you.